No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Have you ever listened to Leftover Salmon? Out of a salmon? That you got at Electric Fish Lights? Shit! You can. You, you should. You will. <laughs> you, yeah, you, you will. Right? Go to electricfishlights.com. What you are going to find is... Some bitchin' lights. Yeah. Thanks, Mel. That's the easiest way to it, say this. They really are. They <laughs> yeah. are mood changers, mood enhancers, and they are also pieces of art. Yeah. And, and they also paint your room with light. So. Yeah. And wait, we're not done yet. They make your posters. All of you out there listening, I know you have posters like we do on the wall from all those merch tables at the shows. It makes them come to life, jump off the wall, and do shit that you wouldn't believe. Yep. Yeah. And it does it with IQ technology, which is... Interlocking quadrilaterals. 30 interlocking pieces that can be configured into 15 different shapes. And when you put them together, they can basically build any shape light you can think of. So, And they're not just any shape. They're made with recycled plastic milk jug that, containers. And they come with a 12-foot cord, a hardware kit to hang the light, and a 12-year energy-efficient safety leave on bulb you can put them outside we actually have one outside. hanging out on the porch um i've seen them on i have two in my room restaurant porches and venues and we have two in the places. studio Ryder has one do you guys have one in your room no no you need a jellyfish or something we actually do need a jellyfish room. in our room so check something. it out you guys if you want to see what the hell we're talking about go to electricfishlights.com and check it out or go to at electricfishlights on instagram and when you are checking out put in the promo code NSR, no, NSR. Oh, NSR, sorry. And you're going to get 10% off, and any No Simple Road family member that gets the color changing upgrade bulb will get a limited edition No Simple Road Electric Fish Lights collaborative poster that is my art, lovingly designed by uh, John and I. And it's a it beautiful piece. Will be and a magical edition. Yeah. And don't forget, if you're into sports ball, they got all your sports ball teams covered mm-hmm. and all the other stuff. So go check it out, electricfishlights.com. Enlighten yourself, man. Hey, man, check this out. You know what we all have in common? We all love to buy merch from the bands that we love. Oh, yeah. Right? It's something that we dig. But we also love to buy those badass lot shirts out in the lot. And when you're not at a show, the best thing you can do is go to shoptourbus.com and check out the online lot's most amazing purveyor of Grateful Dead-inspired merch 
out there. Hoodies, t-shirts, baby clothes. They even have stickers. And look at man. This stuff is not your typical 13-bolt, steely, Grateful Dead stuff. This is like lyrics put together in a picture puzzle, right? Yeah, yeah. picture puzzle picture definitely puzzle describes that, yeah. for sure. And, and it's, it's cute and awesome. And comfortable. <laughs> definitely. All easy. their stuff is so comfy and good quality. They are going to come in a one-of-a-kind hand-designed box with a Grateful Dead lyric on the inside of this box. The box alone is worth the price of admission here, man. It is a keepsake and something that's awesome. And some of you lucky folks out there are going to get Miracle with a real live Grateful Dead bootleg on the inside. Bootleg, bootleg. Bootleg, like Apple said, on the inside of your package. And you are going to get free shipping when you put in the promo code No Simple Road. So go to at ShopTourBus on Instagram or ShopTourBus.com online. Check it out. Get yourself some fresh duds and walk into that next show looking fly, man. If you're in the Portland area and you smoke weed, I have good news for you. What's the news? What's that? There is premium cannabis here in the Portland area. Where? Define premium cannabis. What? Yeah, man. They sponsor No Simple Road, and there is a reason for that other than that Apple works there. Okay, I was going to say, I think I work there. No, no, that's not the only reason. That is a reason, but the main reason is they have the best, dopest dope. In the Portland area, one location in Hillsboro. High quality, high. One in Forest <laughs> Grove. You can go to either one. They got you covered with dabs. They have whatever, carts, flour, topical, your lotions, your tinctures. I mean, we have salts, all your latest edibles, which just constantly changes. But that's what they were there for. We will take our time with you. It is a complicated world in cannabis. So we are there to take our time, explain shit to you, and get you hooked up. Get you hooked up with what you need to feel better. Yeah, man. And it's super important right now to take care of yourself, take care of your body and your mind and your well-being and your mental health. And one of the best ways to do that is with some premium cannabis products. And you're going to get 10% off your purchase when you go in. Tell them you're part of the No Simple Road family. They're going to give you 10% off. And your first visit in, they're going to give you a free t-shirt. So not only is No Simple Road taking care of your head, we are taking care of your body with some free clothes and a discount. So check that out, man. Go out to Hillsborough or Forest Grove. Tell them you're part of the family. Get hooked up and take care of yourself. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glassby, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. 
at an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available, and spots are extremely limited, so visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongssummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. sex in the champagne room oh there is champagne that's true like okay. what you're saying there's champagne very expensive champagne and sticky furniture that's gross man. <laughs> whoa <laughs> what house is this Sorry, how did we end up about? in the champagne room hey no no simple road family how's it going everybody we're back this is aaron this is mel oh and this is apple jesus christ man you whoa, showing up for the I'm show just, today I, yeah I'm just, I'm just staring at aaron i'm like yeah that's who they are they're aaron and mel <laughs> aaron and yeah mel. you are and part I'm of the show bro aaron and Darwin's also here this evening. Ar- Darwin's that sound? Darwin that is, sound? he's not like snoring sound? tonight. He's heavy breathing. Yeah. He's he's, he's panting. He's excited about it's having, like he wants to get out of here. You guys take him for a uh we did tack. not no, do don't that. say that. We didn't do don't say T A K E either. No. That's how tech came Oh, he's on he's about. on to it. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, he's on to all the things. <laughs> he's he's very excited about having Vince Herman on the show today. That, that's we, what all, we are all excited about oh, Vince Herman being on the Vince, show. Thanks for being on the show. Vince, that was, you are a gentleman and a scholar. And you took time in your hotel room to do this interview. Thank you so much for doing that. Yeah, man. You know, it, this is an icon of the Jamgrass world, and we are super honored and stoked to have had a conversation with Vince. And what a fun talk, man. What a cool And this guy. was a while back, wasn't it? It uh, was a couple months. All yeah. of the stuff that we've been releasing yes. lately is a little, little date aged not dated but aged um like fine wine marinated marinated yeah, thank marinated. you that's what i was gonna say like crock potted yeah yeah cured <laughs> we could go on yep <laughs> i think i'm marinated and cured at this point in life too man you know it's just kind of the way it goes yeah um you know what though we're we're not gonna let you off that simple now you know who's on the show this week aren't you excited we are too to get you there but we're going to let you know everything that's going on in our world Not everything. First. I'm not going to let them well, know everything. Okay, some of the stuff. And uh, Mel, you're going first this week. I'm going first this week. Um, I had a fantastic, exhausting week again. <laughs> a fan, it's like, it seems to be <laughs> It seems to be a theme uh, with my life right now. But the baby of the world, my little angel sweetheart face, Jasper. That's our grandson, for those of you that don't know. Um, that, is baby of the world, that, is his, face. that is his legal full name. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the kids were home. Sid and Adam were home, and they went to go see Tame Impala the same night. We went to go see Cats wow. and Circles Around the Sun. 
And um, then we had the baby for, they stayed for five days, six days. And it was just friggin' fantastic having, he's so sweet. <laughs> it makes me want to cry. It, yeah, I think like, you're biased. It hugs my heart. <laughs> well, I am. Wait, bi- grandma loves her grandson? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Never heard like, of that before. a lot. <laughs> a whole lot. Like, I don't even know how to describe it a lot. Um, but yeah, that was super fun. Just getting to spend time with and getting to know him. Because if, you know, if he lived closer, it'd be different. But they change so much. They adapt like new personality traits. They like learn new words. They have different inflections and different like toys that they like. And so he was super into dinosaurs, bus- business Lego men and dinosaurs and, and dinosaur. He's still kind of like the same stuff that he did last time, but he's so much more articulate and um, funny and <laughs> naughty. And there's a lot that he is that I am so in love with. So that was great. And then um, right now it's, it's Friday right now for them. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so Friday, we're about to stroll to uh, Denver to go to Red Rocks. We're on the way there right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's what you are all listening to. Um, but back to my week, um, going to see cats. It was so sweet. Bryce did a little, we did a little pregame at Bryce's house. We had like... He got a bubbly water and it was like a beautiful view. And if it was a date, he did a good job. He'd at least get a kiss on the cheek for that, you know, um, had like little dip and chips and it was so sweet. So then we went to the venue, which was, where was it? At? Aladdin, Aladdin Theater. Theater. Oh, okay. Aladdin Theater. And it was totally cute in there. I'd never, we'd never been there before. Kind of reminded me of the layout of revolution hall yeah it's a little smaller yeah a lot it just smaller. reminded me just of the layout but it didn't wasn't that at all um and cats slayed those disco balls i got to, i don't know why i didn't post i'll post the pictures they're gorgeous i got some really nice shots and some fun video um it was just such a fun fun night i loved it i loved every single part of it and then the we continued with the baby and now we're on our way to cats. So like it Again. was, it went by quick. It went by, my week went by very, very rapidly. Yeah. I know. What you it's mean. so fun being busy. again. Yes. It, yeah. It's tiring, but it is so worth it. Because it feels like we're doing this for ourselves. You know what I mean? When we get, when we start doing this stuff, it's like it feeds us and it helps our show. And it is like, making the energy lighter in our home. So it's doing all these things. So heck yeah, it's good to work hard for yourself. And if working hard means going to shows, like, <laughs> okay, how did, how did that happen? We made our fun. Who did our that? Work. You did it, baby. Ah, thank you, you did very it. much. So yeah, I, I, I'm grateful this week. That's what I am. I'm grateful and um, mildly exhausted. Well, you know, <laughs> It's a it, it's a big week. Um, like you said, we went and saw cats, and you know, it, meow. <laughs> the, their their change of guitar player, man. It, wow, it's a uh, astounding. It is fucking astounding. You know, those are those are big shoes to fill in that band, and John Lee Shannon 
stepped right in there. Like if those were a size nine, he is exactly a size nine. Cinderella. Cinderella. Um, (laughs) Like I said, those are big shoes to fill it. And it's got to be a little bit intimidating for any guitar player to get in the groove with an established band like that, especially when an icon like Neil was the guitar player and has such a, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Reputation? Well, that, but I'm talking about the fans, like the way that they um, idolized Neil. And and he had a sound. Yeah. Like most. And John's guitar playing just took us on such an amazing ride. And that band, the progression from the beginning till now, they are a force to be reckoned with. And I am overly excited to see them at red rocks this weekend (laughs) like seeing them in the little dank aladdin theater was super amazing Mm -hmm. but at red uh, okay first of all i'm gonna admit something and it's gonna blow two-thirds of your minds out there but the three of us have never been to red rocks to see a show we've said that before okay i don't know well this could be the first time they listen this could be so that's true and we're driving there, right? We're flying there right now. Yep. And <laughs> the first show that we're seeing at Red Rocks is Circles Around the Sun and Green Sky Bluegrass. So, yeah, that's it's going to be something special. So, yeah, seeing cats here this past weekend, I couldn't be more excited about them, who they picked to play guitar with them, and now seeing them at Red Rocks. And... Also, it feels like a full circle kind of a thing because Green Sky was kind of our sort of our first shows back, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, with the Peacock Picking Party. And this is, you know, c- coming to the end of summer. We're coming into fall, fall tour, fish fall tour, all that. And now full circle back at Red Rocks with Green Sky again. And yeah, it's it's a full circle kind of synchronous thing that's going down. And seems like it's going to be right around the full moon too. Check and and check this out. So my boss, who is not the headiest cat around, um, but a music fan, saw lots of concerts that he and to, really cool. Yeah, he used to live in Denver back in the day. He saw Sonic Youth. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he but saw he Sonic in Denver Youth either at Red Rocks. He saw Pixies. Oh, he saw so. John Denver. Like, all these bands and and today him and I were talking before uh, work and. He was like, so, so you excited, dude? And I was like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm really stoked. He's like, I'm so excited for you. He goes, you know, I'm not the most spiritual guy. I'm not, I'm not into the woo stuff, but I'll tell you what, seeing a concert at Red Rocks is a spiritual experience. And so for him to say that is like, whoa, yeah. like, holy shit. Okay. So Red Every, Rocks, that's that's, it seems like a thing that doesn't matter who you are. You go to Red Rocks, you get it. Yeah. In some sense, spiritual I'm, sense. I'm ready to get it. And I'm ready to get it too. Mel and I have this little thing that we started doing before shows, like before, like when we have a weekend where we're going to shows or something, we're traveling. We'll, her and I will pull some tarot cards to like, I don't know, what's the, to represent the weekend or to foretell. Yeah, show us, you know, anything that may be relevant to what, like, that's what I always think. Like, show me what I need to see or pay attention to or what I'm going to receive or, you know, in the, in those terms, kind of like, um, 
what do you have in store for me? Yeah. And it's so an, it's an, that's, I like that. Yeah. Because we did that at the gorge and stuff too. I really like that because it's like pre, it's like the pre kind of pre gaming for the soul. Oh, it was amazing. Like, Cause th- my card, I still remember it was the two of cups love. And that is what the entire weekend was filled with. Didn't I pick the ace of wands out there or something like that? I, I have I a picture so. of it. And, and to so me, to me too, it's got to say to me too, it gives you, it gives like a ritual, which yes. I, I miss a lot in my life a ritual to kind of focus your mind and everything on before you go in the show. Like you said, yeah, it can tell you things to maybe look at or feelings you have, like kind of click like, Oh, okay. I'm going to ride this tonight. Also, I, I realized too, like, you know, we have memory recall, especially, you know, sometimes when when you're, when you're, you know, having sacrament at a show and you'll be like, you know, that card will come to you or that. Yeah. And it's like, that's what that means, or that's what that is, or, you know, it, it becomes a lot alive. You're setting yourself up for synchronicity. Yes. Yeah. And I, on it, that's, that's been one of my um, prayers for a long time is the language of synchronicity to speak to me in that language. And it happens so much. Yeah. So today Mel and I pulled uh, our tarot cards and I pulled the Prince of Wands and for those of you that aren't familiar with tarot, like Prince of Wands is, is a fire air of fire card. And if you think about what air does for fire, it expands when there's fuel, it expands the fire. It's, it's all about like, um, exploding creativity coming out of the darkness, like charging forward into Keeping something it going new. Too. Yeah. And, and reaching new heights, letting go of fear and past failures and, coming into something brand new and it couldn't have been a better representation of going to red rocks for the first time. And the, when you look at the card, it's this, at least the deck that I have is this like naked magician on a chariot, like coming towards you. And in the background is like fire exploding. So it's (laughs) to me, it's like me in the middle of all the energy at a show riding it. And you'll be it, rolling into Red Rocks yep. on a cherry with fire exploding behind you. Naked with my, with my legs in the figure four. Like it's, it, it's dope. And what did you pull, Mel? I forget. Oh, oh, I remember. It was fortune. Yeah. The wheel of fortune. Um, it is a monkey, uh, alligator and the Sphinx on a wheel, kind of like in an outer space, um, background. And it's in gold and they are um, different aspects, personality traits. Right. And they're um, there. They represent the Egyptian Godhead. Yes. Um, and they represent a miracle and luck and um, getting also releasing fears. Um, that was another card we pulled um, Princess of Wands also. But back to the fortune, it was saying that there's a lot you know, that can be done in this moment during this time for me. And that means a lot because I definitely have been wanting to expand on just my personal growth period. You know, I think everybody feels like seasons of drought with themselves. And I definitely am not saying I feel like that. I'm I'm saying like I'm ready to grow something new. Yeah. There doesn't have to be a a drought in your life in order to cultivate new stuff yeah exactly and i'm and actually i feel like really good in a lot of aspects of my life especially after um, the baby left i look around the house and um 
I mean, it's really important. His toys are all over the place. They are. There, his <laughs> toys are everywhere. But like as a whole, the house is still organized and fairly clean. And it just makes me realize that like I'm operating from a really good basis, even if my life gets hectic or not. Yeah. And um, I always have a like a uh, happy medium that I uh, maintain at. And I'm that made me really proud of myself. Like this is what you at least always maintain. And if it gets a little bit crazy sometimes, or if it's like even sometimes maybe you do hella good and your shit sparkling, you know, that, um, it, it gave me a good perspective. Yeah. And you know, talking about being busy and in thinking about the week, I've been really working hard on my day job and also on the show every day. I've been beefing up our YouTube channel, fixing some things that were wrong over there and learning it. learning and, and I'm getting better with the editing thing and like um, just making sure that our YouTube presence is more on point and makes more sense for the show. And uh, just, I feel like, like you said, like in a good space where, all the cylinders are firing and we're moving forward and it yes. feels really good. And I'm super grateful to fish because. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Because <clears throat> being at the gorge and seeing the show at Hershey reignited my spark uh, that had been not, not put out, but dimmed through quarantine and COVID and, and everything that had happened. I was carrying a lot of weight. And a lot of baggage and just pain and confusion and trauma. And going to those shows, you know, four fish shows in a couple of weeks really shook the dust off. And, and I'm really hugely grateful to them for creating that space for us for for healing. I'm grateful for that also. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And and. Where you get at your wits end. It yeah, was, it was totally, almost there totally. when that came along. Yeah. And it was such a like, it was like a cold drink of water on a hot summer day, man. It was just the perfect thing. Exactly what I needed. And, you know, now fall tours getting ready to start and we're going to San Francisco to see them and we're Eugene and Vegas and just keep shaking that dust off and powering forward and, and doing our thing. I, I feel really good. So I'm, just it's been a great week just chilling with the baby and working hard and looking forward to hitting red rocks for the first time with our family and we got Ooh. to give away some tickets because of the grand poobah had some extras and miracle yeah. thank you to the grand poobah yeah, and the grand, for grand donating poobah those through. tickets for a miracle man that's beautiful yeah and i mean we haven't thank even mentioned you. that we get to go hang out with the grand poobah and megan out there we're we got an airbnb with them we're gonna going to red rocks with them i think green sky is megan's favorite band and this is a pilgrimage a mecca thing oh that's her them. fave yeah oh hell yeah so this is that's yeah, what I said, megan. this is gonna be a party man so yeah i'm just feeling good and ready to charge forward good. on my chariot with the darkness behind me and energy exploding around me while i'm naked rolling through the crowd well, I'll be right beside you <laughs> rolling on my wheel of fortune with the Sphinx, chilling with all my luck. We'll definitely be right rolling. beside you. Your turn, Apple. <laughs> Looking good, feeling, feeling good. good. Oh, <laughs> your turn, brother. So, okay, so I, I, li- <clears throat> I like. <clears throat> Get I'd that like frog. To, I'd out like of to that. clear my throat. I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, 
I like I like kind of anchoring sometimes, and this week's especially fun because one of my favorite things since the little baby of the world special guy, uh, all his monikers that he has, is seeing grandma and grandpa in action when he's here. Like like it's just so awesome to see. So they rolled in last Thursday, and uh, Sid and Adam, they came up here, like Mel said, to see Tame Impala, but not just Tame Impala. They went to Tame Impala at the Gorge. At the Gorge. At the Gorge. gorge. <laughs> so, so, and, they, you know, they, they needed that. Uh, Grandma and Grandpa and Uncle Apple and Uncle Ryder, all, all of it, we, or, or Cousin Ryder, we needed that too. Like Mel said, time goes by really quick. And it hasn't been that long since we've seen him, but he's like, they grow so quick. And to see him articulating sentences and stuff and like the naughtiness, the cuteness, he knows he's cute. He knows how to work it. And he's funny as hell. Even when he's having a fit, when he don't want to go to bed or something, his reasoning it's cold outside. What does that have to do with this? No, what is that? He's so funny with everything. I'm hungry. So no, that, you're not. <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, that was just a blast. Like they said, the toy is all over the place. Uh, when you come to grandma and grandpa's, what would we say? If you moderately behave, yeah. you get well, spoiled. Well, we were talking about how it's nice to be at grandma and grandpa's because you, you have to behave. They won't tolerate naughty behavior. But you also, you really don't need to behave that well. Just moderately. Yeah, moderately. Yeah. Just be respectful. Other than that, you're good to go. And, and that's that's one of my favorite things, too. I said it to Mel last night. I saw Aaron like three times. I, I love seeing Aaron being being the hard grandpa. Yeah, because like Jasper when, when the baby respect, gets disrespectful. You respect grandpa. You yep, may fuck true. around with mom and dad, even give grandma a little bit more shit. But when grandpa goes in that tone of voice, like, you don't hit. He's just like looking like he wants to talk shit or say something or be naughty, <laughs> but he knows better. He's giving that like whale side eye to Aaron, like, and, but he behaves. Dude, that, I, I had to, I had to like, he was yelling at Sydney and he hit her. And I, I said, you do not do that. And he looked at me and said, yes, I do. And I was like, Oh really? And I grabbed him by the arm and I pulled, I was like, that's it. You're going solo. Like solo is his time, time, out. Go time out. And so I took him in the room and I was like, you're staying in here by yourself. And I shut the door and I stood there for a minute and I hear him fake crying in there. He's faking, right? Uh-huh. Fully, fully oh. putting it on. And I opened the door back up and I was like, are you ready to be cool and be nice to everybody and not talk like a jerk? And he's like, I'm sorry, grandpa. I didn't mean to talk like that to mom. I apologize. I won't do that again. <clears throat> this kid's not three yet. Okay. For real, that happened. And then he's like, can I give you a kiss on your cheek? so respect Ooh. the grandpa yeah you gotta respect it and that was it's awesome to see you doing that brother thanks but, man but that yeah that was really exciting to have them here um we went to cats friday night Meow. which which was just amazing now we get to see him again and it's just like aaron said that they, you know started with green sky and then fish and you know thank you banshee tree uh circles all the live music we've got to see so far. Chris Cooch rocking out on the patio for us on our camping trip. It, 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 the artists and us need it so bad and so equally. It's so good to be there again. And we're going to Red Rocks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't so, already hear that. Yeah. So, yeah, the week, week has been very good, very fun. 
And now we're heading into a lot more fun and get recharged, see some more friends we haven't seen in a while. And I want to give a really special shout out to Garrett from Garden First Cannabis up here in Oregon. Yeah, Garrett. He's a good bud. Thank you, and Garrett. An awesome soul. He uh, gave us two tickets. We were planning on going for Saturday night show. We had tickets for that for since 2019. 2020. Was it 2020 only? Yeah, 2020. So we had tickets for that. And then he asked me, like, are you, you're not going to Sunday show? I was like, nah, you know, whatever. And he's gifted us two tickets. We he's bought, like, dude, you're not going to see Railroad Earth at yeah. Red Rocks. Yeah. And he, and he yeah. gifted those tickets. Thank you so much, Garrett. Thanks, Garrett. Man. Thank you. And thank you, you enough, brother. Get there, man. It's uh, I Apple didn't go when Mel and I went to New Year's here and saw Railroad Earth. Apple didn't go. And I can't remember why. He I was wasn't sick. feeling good. Oh, that's right. And, um, that was one of my, that's in my top five favorite shows I've ever seen. They are so psychedelic and so amazing. And for him to get to see them for the first time at Red Rocks is super cool. So Garrett, man, thank you for hooking us and my brother up, man. It means the world. Yeah. And they got premium cannabis. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, that, I mean, that was pretty much the week. And, it, and it, I'm just looking so forward to, to like next week, given a trip report from this weekend. Yeah. We're going to be gonna one be of fun. the most magical or well, the most magical venue in the world. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's, and we're going to connect with friends we haven't seen again in almost a couple of years. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's going to be a very special else. weekend of family tunes, just good vibes. So, Hey, everybody out there, check it out. If you got a sticker from us at Red Rocks this week, if you're new to the show, what we're going to do now is the business. We're going to give you the business. Not in a bad way, in a good way. <laughs> the business. Damn it, you watch all I'm gonna give you the business. business. Yeah, there's different kinds of business. Six dollars to get you three. Two for one. No. Um, I'm sorry, Grandpa. <laughs> can I give you a kiss? Oh. So check it out, man. Follow us on all the social media platforms at all no, of them. All of them. Well, most of them. At No Simple Road. Uh, mainly Twitter and Instagram. Also, go to www.nosimpleroad.com. That is where the world of No Simple Road resides on the interwebs. You can find merch there. You can sign up for the newsletter there. All the past episodes and new episodes are up there. Some choice YouTube clips are up there. And speaking of YouTube, please go over to YouTube and subscribe to the No Simple Road YouTube channel. We've got videos up there, clips, and some good stuff that I've been working really, really hard, my fingers to the bone to make sure that you guys dig. Um, and we need more subscribers. So if you are subscribed to the show and you are a weekly listener, do us a solid head over to YouTube, subscribe to us over there. We yeah. would be really grateful. And speaking of grateful, you can go to patreon.com forward slash no simple road. That is how we pay for all this shit is by you guys helping us. To so make the wheels on the bus go around and round. They do. They do that, <laughs> Apple. And you can give as little as you want. You can give a buck or as much as you want. So Patreon makes it super easy. You sign up and then you are a Chan donator. Always will be as much as you can. Yeah. And last but not least is... Um, oh, Apple... What? Leave us a review on Apple. No, I just looked and we had we didn't zero. Get one. August okay. 12th was our last one. All right. We're getting, we're getting the point of begging almost. I mean, I'm not too proud to beg. We need it in the morning in the middle of the week. Yeah, we love reading them and we just love, we love that. Hey, if you just got turned on to No Simple Road and you are a new listener, look. 
here's here's something you can do that doesn't cost anything. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, hit that five-star review thing and then leave a little review for the show. We really need them. And what the reason for that is, it doesn't have to do with our egos. We don't need to hear that. But what that does is it makes us more relevant in the algorithm on Apple Podcasts somehow. And then more people find out about the show. We spread the connection, love, and the mycelial network of the No Simple Road family. And we can, you know, share this it cool do, content. It, it with does stroke my ego just a little bit. <laughs> it's okay to stroke your ego a little bit. Just don't make a mess. Well, then, then the way also we have, because come on, people, we're all going out there. We're giving you a trip report. We have oh, the yeah. tepid line where you can, well, you can email us, whatever, but it's fun because you can do it. And half of them have been when people are really elevated. Leave us one when you're high, when you're doing whatever. All you got to do is dial this number. 971-808-1524. That number again is 971-808-1524. Operators are not standing by. It's a Google voice line and you can call it and leave a message. It's like fucking open mic night. You can call and do whatever you want. Do it when you're loaded. It's so fun to receive those too. And if you've been a listener, we will play them and we will talk about them. Yep. So that's the no simple road business. You just got the business. And uh, oh, wait, hey, one last serious what? thing. Sorry for all the canine listeners out there. Um, Darwin's OnlyFans page got shut down, oh, but man. he's working on something else and he'll be back out there soon. It, it, for now, you can follow him at, at Darweezy07 <laughs> on Instagram. There's no nudes up, but you know. Keep, I thought keep, they were all nudes. <laughs> so, okay, that's it. Before we get to the interview, I, I want to ask a serious question. I love that I sidetracked it that well. Yeah. Is a dog naked? Yes. He literally doesn't have a t-shirt. He has oh. on a coat. But that's just no. hairy. That'd be, that'd be like, like if you were just a really hairy person and walked around yeah, naked. You're still naked, but yeah, hairy. Yeah, I guess be, you can see you his would, junk. You would be a hairy dude. Yes, you would be a hairy he dude. He doesn't have shoes on or socks. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't, he wouldn't last with shoes or he socks. He likes hats. No headwear. He anyway, I'm sorry, you guys. We're going we're gonna to get you to Vince Herman. And uh, once again, if you're new to the show... Welcome. Thank, thanks for coming to hang yeah, out. Yeah, thanks for getting this far in the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you hung in there, man. Congratulations, gold star to you. You you get a participation medal and uh, our thanks. So, look, go check out the High Hawks. That is a new project that Vince Herman has going with some other amazing, talented folks. There's some awesome live footage on YouTube of them performing. Yep, and if you already don't know who Leftover Salmon is, well. I, I can't help you, but yeah, go check, check, check it out. As well. out. And uh, yeah, we're going to get you to the interview. So anybody have any last parting thoughts? No, I think um, we love ready. you. Yeah. Cool. Yay. Red rocks. Without <laughs> further ado, the nose up a road crew gives you Vince Herman. Yeah.
no fun man and it, it it really turned the world upside down i really never it never even crossed my mind that it could be a thing that live music could be gone it never i never even thought of that as an option it was a i was dming with somebody the other day on on our instagram account and you know seeing live music now before it was a given and now i feel like it's it's a privilege to be out there to be with our family and to, to be together and to experience these experiences that we have at shows. It really is a privilege and not like anybody's granting us some magical thing, but just that we can be together and do what we do is magical. And I, I knew that before, man. I mean, I, but the, gravity of it has been impressed on me to a whole new level whole new level and i wonder if you feel like that as you go back out to play if it like the underground the the foundation of it is any different for you yeah i mean uh, i guess during the pandemic i I mostly got to play with my kids Mm. and uh um you know playing with my kids is just, I'm, I'm always so incredibly grateful for that. You know, it's, yeah. it's a really strong piece of magic there. And then to be able to get together with, with, with these boys in this band I've been in for 31 years, you know, Dude. I mean, that, that feels really, really good. Um, one of the first things we did was uh, at, at our, our uh, banjo player, Andy Thorns, uh, he has a deck out by his house to do, do these tiny deck concerts. And, uh, that was a nice, you know, socially distant, you know, people out in the yard, you know, 
couple yards away and all that, you know. So that was a smooth transition um, from kind of, you know, yeah. separation into kind of sneaking in together, you know. <laughs> and, and, and it just felt so, so gratifying, so satisfying to, uh, to be able to jump back into this music thing. Um, well, you know, it, yeah, it, it's community is, 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 is where music, fl- music flourishes, you right. know, and, uh, you know, playing, playing in your house, you know, w- with your kids is, is sure a lot of fun, but, but man, getting to feel the whole community is, is really where it hits home mm-hmm. that how lucky we are to get to do this. Yeah. How old are your kids, man? Uh, 34 and 26. Oh, okay. Yeah. We have a, we have a 26 year old Mel and I are married. We have a 26 year old and a, and a, we are. Uh, yeah, we <laughs> are for a long time now, babe. Oh, fuck. oh my gosh. And, uh, uh, 18, almost 19 year old. And I know what you mean. Like, being so busy going to shows and doing the things that we do, like you get to, you miss a lot. And that's like one of the things that we've heard almost to a, to a, a man, everybody that we've talked to is like, I got to do things that I didn't get to do before and see things that I never would have seen. Like Apple and I will talk about like when we talk to schools <clears throat> and uh, he's talking about his peach tree. He never was around when the peach tree bloomed at his house, but, he was actually there right. to fucking eat peaches off his own tree, you know, yeah. and those, those things are precious, man. And, and it, it's a weird balancing act too, because I can only imagine like having the drive and the talent and also the audience when you're playing music and the, you know, people are showing up to your shows and that's your, that's your job. And you're doing that. Does it feel like a fair a fair exchange to you for, for missing the things that you've missed and being able to play the shows that you've played? Yeah, I guess that equation works for me. I mean, <laughs> I mean uh, you know, I, I just, I hope we can continue to do it, you know, into the fall and uh, we, we don't slip back into uh, having to isolate again. You know, oh, yeah. uh, that's, that's definitely on my mind. Um, I just, I just really hope we can uh, all kind of think about each other. I hear you, man. And well, like it's like seeing the, uh, there, like last week was a very hopeful weekend. The Peach Festival, like they say, you know, somebody had yeah. to do the first big festival, and seeing, watching those streams, and now everything, everybody's posting to see people just smiling again without masks. It seems like everybody is doing good. It, it's just great to see that coming back. And like mm-hmm. you said, that's where we're hopeful. It's like, it's like, okay, that went off really well. We hope everything is okay. And these crowd, you know, these crowds are coming back all over the country and stuff. So it's just like, fingers, fingers crossed, crossed. We need our fountain of youth. That's what I always say to you, having live music on, especially for you guys playing. And so, I mean, it's a fountain of youth for all of us. When that's taken away, you start to do, like you said, I feel like a hermit too. It's just like, you know, you start and that, when you cut yourself off, it kind of just starts to age you and you get set and you all get a little crankier and stuff. <laughs> and, you know, like being roommates yeah. with them and when their nephew lives with us, you know, we've all gotten a little snappy at times and you get pent up and now coming back out of that, it's, it's uncharted waters again, you know, just like the pandemic was. 
but it's just yeah. great to see everybody getting back out there and you know you're down there how how big is the um the venue that you're at right now how many people i think probably about three thousand maybe thirty five hundred okay good really size. nice it's a beautiful walnut grove you know with uh you know great big fields all around it and you know the concert venues in this this cathedral of walnut trees and wow. it's, uh, it's, and it's beautiful be we, there in we 10 had a minutes. great time <laughs> is it is it all open is it like pods or is it all open no it's all open it's all yeah, awesome. know, no uh no obstacle course yeah, <laughs> cool. in the crowd i i think that speaks to the ingenuity of human beings man seeing seeing what happened like towards the end of everything with the um drive-in shows and then the pod shows like th- those weren't things that we ever did before that just happened because yeah. people needed to have their live music experience and i, I just did you play any drive-in shows or any pod shows before this yeah we, we, we did a few pod shows and uh, uh did, did a few drive-in shows too does it feel um, different playing those kind of shows when people are are like kind of separated from each other that way does the energy coming from the crowd feel any different the gratitude has just been flowing, Aww. you know, right that, that music's able to happen again, no matter what the circumstances, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, you know, playing outside of venues, you know, in the parking lot <laughs> and stuff, you know, people have just been doing what it takes to get it done and, and have fun again. You know, dude, that's saying a lot. Have fun again. That's a, <laughs> uh, write that down. Yeah. Having fun again with Vince. <laughs> Now, now that we're in the post-work economy, man, all we all we got to do is just find a way to amuse ourselves, right? That's you saying a mouthful, man. That's the truth. I, I, I who was I talking? I was talking to a friend yesterday, actually, and I said, you know, man, one of the things that like going through everything that we've gone through has really showed me is that there's. I mean, I obviously knew this before too, but newly impressed on me is. There is no fucking guarantee that I'm going to be here next week or tomorrow even. And if I'm not doing what I'm passionate about and what I love and like is connecting me to the world around me, if I passed having just been chained to my desk my whole life, holy shit, man. (laughs) Like what a waste. What a, what a drag that would be. And so I think I know for us, and a lot of other people that we've spoken to, there's a, like a renewed sense of really going after your passion and your dreams that's come out of this. So I think that might be one of the like silver linings to a really yeah. shitty cloud. Well, you know, when you stop long enough, uh, you got to figure out why you want to start wow. again, you know? Yeah. And, and that, and that, that should be uh, more aligned with your desires and passions, you know, and, and, you know, hopefully uh, a great number of people have had that experience and the world will be better for it. Mm, agreed. Did, did, I mean, you wouldn't be saying that if you hadn't have gone through it, right? Absolutely. So what was your coming out of that? What was your thoughts as you went forward? What was your reasons for coming back and doing the thing again? Um, well, love and passion yeah Yeah, for sure but uh it's it's kind of gone from zero to a hundred real quick um yeah i I recently moved to nashville and uh kind of just settled into a new home there 
uh, just before we kind of started going going back to work. And, you know, I'd, I'd like to have a little more time at home, man. But, man, it, it's it, we're just packed, mm. you know, and really getting back to it, doing all kinds of I, I got all kind of new things going on. I've, I've been uh, moved to Nashville and got a publishing deal. And I've been doing a lot of co-writing with a ton of people, which I've never done before. Oh, and wow. so that that's been my my new creative uh outlet since since the pandemic happened is the whole co-writing thing and nashville's been just a big old pleasure for me to uh wow. discover these new parts of myself wow that that's amazing i know I, finding new parts of yourself i think that happened a lot to a, a lot of people during the pandemic too like I know sometimes we have a tendency to focus on the fact that we couldn't leave and it was scary and all that. But on the flip side, so many people got to spend more time with their family, like you were mentioning, their kids and Mm -hmm. themselves. Like, that's a big one. Like, usually when we're, um, quote unquote, busy people, we're running around. We're not fucking spending time with ourselves. We're just driving here, going there. And like. When you spend time with yourself, you start to realize, oh, shit, I do have hobbies. Oh, crap. I am good at this. I do like that. It's true, though, because you forget. You forget about yourself. I know that I had. I'd forgotten a lot of things that I like to do until I had to forcibly be sat down and be like, no, you got you can't go anywhere. So what are you going to do? You know? Yes. Yeah. What prompted the move to Nashville? Um, After about. After about four or five months of sitting at home and the only a- interaction I was having was over phone calls like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I realized I was, I was, and I was doing a lot of streaming just by myself. So there wasn't even people on the screen to interact with. I was just interacting with my face on the screen. <laughs> <I> was like, <laughs> you and you alone. <laughs> so I, uh, I bought an RV and, and, and went out in a, in my own little bubble um, you know, it was safe to travel in an RV seemed to me, you know, right. um, I just traveled all around, ended up staying in Nashville for about a month and, uh, um, got this publishing deal and, uh, um, just found this whole new, new avenue of creativity. That's beautiful, yeah. man. I, I, we haven't been. But that I've is been in Nashville. Oh, Nashville. I haven't been. That's on our <laughs> list of places to go. We've we've actually been talking about getting a an RV ourselves. And have to, you played in the caverns? Yes, that's a great. Both the old and the new. Okay, right on. That place looks magical, man. I can't believe that's even a venue. It looks like some Lord of the Rings shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's I, a great spot. Yeah, that. What's the sound like inside that place? Uh, pretty good, man. Uh, you know, the old one was was a, a little more enchanted in that, you know, you had to walk in, you know, a quarter mile back into the cave. Okay. Uh, into this incredible uh, ballroom, you know. Wow. So uh, when their arrangement there ended, they went out and found another cave and, and dug a bunch of stuff out of it and all that. And, <laughs> and it's it's, you don't walk, you know, far in it's just kind of right there in this one and uh it's it's it has those same kind of characteristics of playing in a in a in a rock room uh wow and it's yeah it, it's amazing so it's amazing we had just we've just spoken with chad 
a, a couple of weeks ago, maybe what, two, three weeks ago? Yeah. Or something like that. And, um, you know, one of the things that came out of all this for you guys is the high Hawks and yeah. uh, man, come on, Vince, that, 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 well, that was amazing. When we talked to Chad, I did, he, he, I, I love watching the YouTube clips. Like we all do. I watched that performance you guys did. It was, I think in Boulder in 2019. And he, and he said, I was like, man, you guys are tight. And he's all, that's actually the first time we took stage. And you guys, yeah. you were a madman up there just running the show. That was an incredible performance, and it blew our minds. He was like, yeah, we had practiced, like, in the living room, and that was the first time we took the stage. Mm-hmm. And then, well, and then everything happened in pandemic. I mean, you guys were ready, getting ready to roar with the High Hawks there. And yeah, now- it, that, uh, the High Hawks was, was definitely a highlight and then one of my favorite things to do on earth. As to play with those cats, it uh, it you know, it started as, as like, man, we should, we love hanging out together. Let's 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 get some gigs, and then we had these rehearsals, and and everybody ended up bringing some material to it, so we didn't have to uh, kind of rehash stuff from our other bands, you know, right? And uh, the material ended up being being strong enough. We thought we should should make a record with it, and. Uh, um, the record came out real, really, really good. Uh, I'm, I'm really happy with it. It's, uh, I can't often listen to, uh, to our records, but, uh, this one is quite listenable. (laughs) (laughs) I've wondered that before. Yeah. When you do hear that a lot, like actors, artists and stuff don't appreciate their work as much as others. But you no, know, that is an amazing piece of work with Tim thrown in there, and just I mean, the sound on that is amazing. The the thing that that knocked my socks off with that was singing a mountain song and seeing um seeing the video that you guys put together. I think I saw it on on Instagram or something, and it was just like photographs of you guys hanging out, and it really made me feel even more the connection that you guys have as friends, not just as musicians, but as friends and that feeling really like seeing that made that feeling come through the music in a really like visceral kind of a way. And it made me hear what you guys were saying a lot different than just like a surface. Listen, do you know what I'm saying? Cool. Yeah. Well, that's definitely what it came out of, you know? So I'm I'm glad we were able to convey that. Yeah, man. I mean, there's something to be said for doing what you're passionate about all by itself. But when you're with people that are your brothers or your sisters and you're doing that thing together, there's a special kind of a magic that comes out of that thing that if you've got ears to hear it with the, the listener can tap into that thing. And I think that's the, the special sauce with like leftover salmon, high Hawks and, and a lot of the bands that we love so much as there's a true bond between the people that are making the thing together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 You say that which like, way, which way I just had to look at, I had to remind myself which song it was too. I love the video. You guys had so much fun with it too. The video for, for the, uh, what to talk, talk about, talk about that. <laughs> Where you're oh, yeah. like kind of floating around and you're at the picnic bench and stuff. And I mean, that, that, that the videos were super fun too. And like Aaron was saying, like seeing your guys' friendship mm-hmm. and how much fun you had with that collaboration. We can't wait to see. Is that, 
I mean, it sounded like from what Chad said, too, that you guys are going to eventually be taking that on the road, too, in between things. And is it? Yeah, squeezing gigs in there whenever we can, as you imagine, with, you know, six different bands going. <laughs> yeah, on, yeah. It's a little complicated to. Uh, That's a lot. <laughs> to find the, the, the gaps in the schedule that, that it all works. But, uh, you know, um, but, we we love doing it and and it's a it's a passion we need to pursue that's for sure yeah it's it's a beautiful thing man and i was just showing mel this morning we were watching um you and andy frasco oh, <laughs> the shit show episode cook, cooking together <laughs> oh god <laughs> 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 that so, was awesome. <laughs> so, hey Vince, uh, yeah. you guys were were um, making some delicious food there. <laughs> delicious. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How did? What yeah. was that all about? Can you exp- can you explain that to the people that don't know what the to hell the I'm audience. talking about? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you know, Andy, uh, Andy, and I came up with this idea that you know it would be, you know, since in Denver mushrooms are legal. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, maybe we'd go ahead and eat some and see what happens if, if, if we tried to, to cook, uh, <laughs> you know, I've, I've done a, a thing called the psychedelic chef, uh, in the past and, and, uh, was telling Andy about it and, uh, which, you know, you can check out the psychedelic chef on uh, Facebook and, and, uh, okay. uh, all that kind of stuff. Uh, um, but, uh, <laughs> so uh yeah we, we we went down to andy's and, and his plan was to go to a butcher shop uh and uh you know play with meat you know <laughs> uh, and you know i just thought you know what well, we really don't need to eat eat shrooms and and really go out in public so on my way down there i stopped at the local st- local store and uh, i saw this giant monkfish in the case and uh you know it's, it's a funky looking fish that is a funky looking decided, fish. well you know i'll just surprise andy with this little thing and plop it on the counter yeah. <laughs> the thing is <laughs> it, fucking it, uh, huge that was insane it worked out pretty good <laughs> i that i mean I, we wanted to talk to you for a while but when i saw that i was like oh we, i need to reach out to vince i yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The psychedelic chef. Can you tell me a little bit about it? Uh, the psychedelic chef, man. Um, it was discovered one one year at Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, okay. And uh, when we decided to go out and uh, and get uh, buy food based on strange textures. Oh, wow. all right. <laughs> okay. And you know things that you know you can play with, and. Uh, we got psychedelic and, uh, and, uh, you know, like one of, one of our, our, my favorite creations was a, a, um, you can get a, a brick of cranberries. Yeah. Yeah. It comes like in a box. It comes a little square. So we carefully cut that out, mounted it on eight little mini corn, you know, <laughs> put eight little mini corns and turn it upside down and put eight corn on top of that. And then put oysters on top of the corn. All right, you know, okay. yeah. So that was that was one of the you know easy to describe sort of a little bit of psychedelic chefery. Oh, you know, okay. all right, we're gonna have to check yeah, this out. Definitely gonna have to go down the rabbit hole with the psychedelic chef. That's yeah. Our 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 
general manager John Joy was there for, for that meal, and uh, he wouldn't eat a thing. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I would either. Looks if I'm a being honest, in- inedible. Yeah, that's you know that's something that really blows my mind. Even you know my first Grateful Dead show was what thirty three years ago or whatever, but that psychedelics and bluegrass go together. I that was like a mind blower to me that those two, because at least for me, like a kid growing up in the eighties, psychedelics were always about rock and roll. You know what I mean? Like associated, associated with that, at least in my brain. And when psychedelics and bluegrass came into my life, it was like a whole new world opened up to me. And I, it's just astounding. And, there's so many great bands and having you guys like having done the thing for 30 years when 31, 31 looking, <laughs> looking back on it. Was it just you guys following your passion and having fun? Or was it like a thing that you'd like, okay, this is it. We're doing this thing and we're going to ride it till the wheels fall off. Oh, it was, uh, <clears throat> it was put together by an advanced marketing team. I thought too. so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Designed that. specifically to capture a certain yeah. portion of the market. <laughs> now nah, we are just doing what the hell we wanted, and still are doing it, man. You know, it's uh, that's what passion and 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 love is, man. Yeah. It's just doing exactly what you want to do, and mm. hopefully, you meet up with people that enjoy doing what you want to do. <laughs> that's know? true, and, man. And we've been lucky enough to find that over the years. You know. Yeah, I I know the feeling. I mean, even doing this show, I mean, Apple and I have been friends since we were, I was 12 12 years old. Yeah, 40 years. Yeah, and (laughs) me and Mel have been married for 23 years. And, and, you know, starting doing this together, it was kind of my thing in the beginning. Like I was doing it by myself and slowly but surely we all kind of gravitated to it. And finding something that we're all passionate about and can do together as a family is probably one of the best gifts that life has given us period you know besides besides our kids and all that but like making music with your friends i can't imagine a more fun way to go through life and have experiences can't think of one i it it blows my mind i i wish i would have had the stick to and forethought to actually learn to play better. <laughs> you know, Hey man, it, it wasn't your passion. Otherwise no, you would have done it. <laughs> no, you're right. So going, going forward, Vince, as we move out of the realm of anxiety and weirdness together, what are the plans for, for leftover salmon are you guys working on any new albums or is there big tours coming after what's going on uh we released a uh, new album about a month or two ago called brand new good old days Mm -hmm. love that Um, title too that's awesome vince really cool thank you thank you yeah um so you know we're, we're we're kind of at the end of that record cycle yeah we're definitely we'll be making another one um but you know, we got a little time before 
before that happens. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing a solo record this this fall. Oh, really? Um, looking to get that done. First time I've done that, and uh, you know, teaming up with all these Nashville songwriters and stuff, I've I've got a a pretty good bit of material that's that's accumulating, and uh, um, you know, some of that may may go to the High Hawks, I may go to Salmon, but uh, I'm gonna do a solo record and see, see what happens with that. I have this vision now of, of bringing the hippies back to country music. Wow. And, uh, and, and that's, that's the, my complete mission I'm on right now. And, and uh, July 22nd in Nashville, we're going to have a, uh, a show with my friends, the Davison brothers who kind of uh, opened a lot of doors for me in, in, uh, in Nashville. And we're going to have a uh, power four songwriters, um, um that, that go as you know the southern rounds is their uh, their thing it's great uh great group of, group of guys and so we're gonna have the, the songwriters our our country friends the davison brothers and, and salmon playing a gig in nashville and, and bring it all together and the songwriters are each going to do a song with with salmon and and uh you know try to bridge that that country songwriter jam band thing which to me <clears throat> the music's all the same mm -hmm. pretty much but there are different little cultural attachments yeah to uh, to the various markets and if we can bring the hippies into country music and see that connection and bring that together then maybe we can bring the whole country together with music following, with music leading, and saying, you know, these these divisions that we're putting up just don't exist. Yeah. You know, let's bring it together. You know, and that's 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 my mission right now. That's wow. quite yeah. a feat. And thanks for taking that fucking on. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Well, no, I mean it's a big deal because you're so right. It, it, there's a lot of div divisiveness, but music really does bond people. And if you can bring those two vastly different cultures together, there's no telling what kind of future that could bring. Like, like you said, they're, they're vastly different cultures. They're not. It's the same music. It's, it's true, you but know? not. I, I know. I, I, mean, I said it knowing that as well. But but you know what I mean, yeah. right? Like, you yeah. know, once you throw a cowboy hat on, it's different. <laughs> once you take what well, you have the dreads on, it's different. But if you're all together, it's not. It's the same thing. And it yeah, feels good exactly. to be together with that. We just had a conversation. We just, she, this morning, yeah. sitting on the porch, we were listening to to the new Salmon album. Yeah. And, uh. Mel was like, which babe. I love black hole sun, by the way, that <laughs> yes. was fantastic. She's like, babe, did you realize you like country music now? Right? Well, see, I grew up, my mom loved country music growing up. That was her whole thing. She loved Vince Gill. She loved Lyle Lovett. She loved Garth Brooks, you know, Martina McBride. Like she was all up in it. I loved rap music growing up. You know, I loved popular music growing up, but because I was around it, I knew it and I enjoyed it. And if you can get down to music, you can get down to any kind of music. You don't have to stop at rap or grunge or jam band. You can go all over the place. So I was 
Aaron, he, he was just very strict on his certain kind of music he would listen <laughs> yeah. to. Yeah, when I was And younger, there was no sure. getting anything else in there. And, you know, a song would come on and I'd know all the lyrics. He's like, how the heck do you know this? We don't <laughs> listen to this. I'm like, I listen to, to everything. everything. If it's got a good groove, it's got a good lyric, I'm, I'm about it. So that's awesome that you're doing that. I'm so excited to see what comes out of that. Is mm-hmm. that going to be recorded or what? Like, how is that going to play out? Uh, I don't think we're going to stream it or anything, okay. but, but that particular show is July 22nd in, in Nashville okay. at the Yeehaw Brewing. Um, but yeah, I, I, I hope my solo record will reflect, you know, some of that. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the high Hawks reflect that. Definitely. They, do. You know? they really do. Um, um, you know, and, and that's, you know, I grew up in Pittsburgh, Southern Pittsburgh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, it was, for me, growing up, it was all about the country rock. You know, I saw Charlie Daniels five times before I got got out of high school. And to me, Charlie was a hippie, you know. Yeah. In his later years, he might not have, uh, of, of uh, you know, projected that, you know. But, uh, um, you know, that, that stuff, you know, Marshall Tucker, the Outlaws, and all that stuff were, you know, the, my groove. And, and that's that's still plays a big part in, in, in my musical taste and, and all that. So I well, think that then you got like, and then, then Willie, Willie Nelson. I mean, who doesn't love Willie Nelson? Everybody from my youngest n- nephew to my grandparents loved Willie. And I, that's he's, one he concert. He hippie. Well, and I've seen so many concerts on my life, like all of us and stuff, but I remember this is like early night. I remember seeing Waylon and Willie. It was one of the rowdiest shows I've ever been to in my life, but in a good, not rowdy, like terrible, but I mean, everybody, that that audience was insane and passing the bottles around. Security just gave up. They're like, these people are going to dance and do what the hell they want. <laughs> leave get out of their way. And then seeing Hank Williams Jr. once, right, you know, during the All My Rowdy Friends era and stuff. I mean, those, they're, they're, it, they're, they're hippies. And those are pot-smoking fools, too. I mean, they smoke, they smoke more than most hippies do and everything. So, yeah, that, that crossover, bringing it together is, uh, would be amazing. I think part, that's kind of got lost. Part of the what's going on, too, is it, there's a, a wave that's happening with that, Vince. I, you know, I think it, when you said that, I think of like Sturgill Simpson and Jason Isbell and, and Lucas Nelson <clears throat> and yeah. all these people that the, the line is blurred and, and you know, we spoke to um, Reed Mathis a couple of years ago, and Reed really taught me something talking to him about um, genre and how, you know, genre is just a marketing tool. That's all it is. It's used to sell albums to a certain subset of human being out there that has a proclivity towards that thing. That's it. Music is music, no matter what it is. And I really feel like the the jam band world and the country music world are uniquely American things. Those are very American set. I mean, that shit, it's called Americana. You know what I mean? And I, I never thought about it in, in those terms of like blending the two audiences to create change. But, Absolutely, man, because from the hippie side comes the, the kindness and the, you know, the heart and the, 
the other side of the coin is that, you know, family and togetherness and, and community and what, what can be bad about any of that? Well, um, what is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. I, I, I can't think of a thing. Right? It's that there's not a single thing. And I'm excited to, yeah. to hear what you do, man. I, I, July 22nd. You know, 31 years of, of salmon and, and the high hawks and you're, I don't know, man, I, I'm really happy to meet you because you're a, you know, an icon in my head, you know, somebody that's played music through a lot of parts of my life, man. And, uh, always put a smile on our face. Yeah. And it, and it, it always like makes my heart happy. So meeting you is really cool, Vince. And I, I appreciate your time and, and, you know, you just fucking woke up. You haven't even had coffee yet. And you came and talked to us. <laughs> That's well, thank you. Sweet. Know, as 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 Apple knows, uh, when you have this kind of hairstyle, it's easily to consider uh, an icon. You know, I mean, you know. yes, yeah. absolutely. We were well, gonna... You do the same thing. Like, like I just said, that's for real because I get that too. And you know, like I play Santa every year. I have to own up to it. I love it. You you you, you really a make a smile. Just... He, he got a suit. Did you? Oh, hell yeah. Right well, and there's just something yeah. about that. You see, I'm sure you get it. Before I played Santa, I'd be around the holidays. I like I'm at Target walking out and kids or I see kids <laughs> looking, you know, and I'm just in my normal clothes shopping, doing my and they're looking. It's like, holy crap. OK, I kind of do embody it. And it makes people smile. Like seeing you on stage, you have an infectious yeah. smile. The the like it's jolliness. We have jolliness that just makes people That's smile. True. It's called the Christmas spirit. Pe- yeah, people say that all the time. They're like, just seeing you makes me smile. I'm like, okay, that's freaking cool. <laughs> for for me, what pushed me down the road to to get in a suit was I was walking through the Hotel Boldorado. I'm coming down the stairs, and Santa Claus is coming up to do a thing. And as I pass Santa on on the stairs, he said. You're gonna make a good one. Oh shit! Oh, oh shit! Dang. <laughs> like God, damn it! You've been crescent. Oh. Yeah, you've been knighted, sir. It's oh. like when the Buddhist monk. So just a couple weeks one. ago in Montana, I was I was uh, uh, sitting backstage. We were playing a high hawks gig, and uh, uh, I'm not sorry. It was a salmon gig, and a bunch of kids uh, came around through the back and, and were 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 staring at us and talking. And as we were sitting in the green room and uh and so i i, I could figure out what they were talking about and i went oh oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah you know? and, and and so they came over and they're like you know you're not santa uh, uh yes. well yes i am it's my off time well why aren't you wearing your suit because it's my, my off season you know like oh yeah if you're santa where do i live yes <laughs> Yeah, they'll, in your house, silly. <laughs> you need, you need, yeah, you need to be on. So the first year I did it, I had a little kid that was looking at me, and the first thing with the real beard, they want to pull your beard, and make sure it doesn't pull off. 
So you got to be ready for that. And then the other thing too, right away, I was like, it was like, name all the reindeer. And I like went blank. And I was like, oh, crap. Like, this this, this little five-year-old just... Jerry and Bobby. Screwed me Nikki up. Nikki and Billy. No, I remember saying, I was like, well, Rudolph's the only one that really matters because he guides and she looked at me kind of like, okay, that was an answer. That was kind of bullshit. And at five-year-old, I'm like on, I'm on the hot seat like shit, getting by blushing. Like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm, I'm caught. But, you know, then, then I brushed up and made sure I knew how to answer things. Uh, it is it is it's it, it's an honor to be able to be that person to children and stuff yeah i was and, telling apple not anybody can pull that off no, I aaron do can't it. pull that shit off mm-hmm. it's only a certain i group. can pull off the russian jew santa well, yeah, i just said this before i said the other one too uh is, is bill nershey very much it has the oh, has yeah. the look too and stuff you should all get together and start like the leftover santas <laughs> we both use the same bobblehead. <laughs> yes. Hey, hey, Vince. Do you? You might not know. I don't know. But do you guys have any plans of uh, playing any shows up in the Pacific Northwest anytime soon? Yeah, um, I think we're in Seattle in uh, um, I want to say August or 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 the fall or something. We're going to do. I think. Portland, uh, Seattle. I'll be I'll be doing a thing, uh, a, a solo thing. Well, throwing together a band out there on August twelfth at the Dunn Ranch in um, uh, outside Medford. Uh, okay. Oh. Or, or or closer to Ashland, Oregon, uh, with uh, you know, some of my bluegrass buddies out there, and uh, we'll the High Hawks will be playing in Alaska. Uh, at the salmon stock that uh, that would be so cool to be able to that's go there. Rad. that's that's on my bucket least list to see alaska someday yeah yeah well when you uh when you come up man we're in portland and uh if you don't want to stay in a hotel vince or if you want to get away if you want to get away and meal, come have psychedelic some food meal <laughs> hang out man we got a great space here man and you you got a home here I got to tell you, man, it's, uh, I've been thinking about it the whole time. What are the purple lights? And is that like a pipe and drape thing? The black? Uh, Oh, it's it's soundproofing. These are like those, those cushiony, you know, inside. you've you've seen a sound studio before. (laughs) Yeah. Once or twice. And then the The lights are just little shitty led lights that are on the floor. Give us a little backlight. It's a cool environment you got going there. Yeah, man. Thank the, you. We we really lucked out when we moved up here. This house is is super special, yeah, and one of the missions of No Simple Road. Ask Andy. He's he's coming stay. Yeah, with Andy's us, been here. Um, <laughs> is to help you guys, you know, decompress from being on the road and not have to stay in a hotel. So, you got my number, man. When you come up, if you if you feel so inclined, you are more than welcome to come. We're great hosts. Smoke we some cook good, good Oregon bud, and have some food. <laughs> right on vince thanks for your time man and uh you know it, man. can't wait to see you in person and meet you and, and hear some some good music thanks for the new album too yeah. tell the guys thanks for that album i'm super stoked been listening to it all morning yeah. you guys are amazing yeah have well a- man it it doesn't do its job unless you listen to it right so thank you. <laughs> yes <laughs> no shit <laughs> Well, and congratulations on being back out there on the road. Like you said, yep. it, like went for, it did go from like zero to a hundred all of a sudden with everything opening back up and 
we're starting to uh, not be able to make everything because you can't make every single show that comes up. But I'm just so happy for right. you guys to be out there doing your thing and have another great show tonight. Excellent. Thank you. And enjoy the Hornings gig, man. That's, oh, yeah. Thanks, that's man. That's fun way to come back. Yeah. It really anyway. is. Much love to you, Vince. Take care Thanks, of yourself, Vince. man. Stay in touch, Thank brother. You, ho, ho, Appreciate ho. <laughs> <laughs> These days, I seem to do a lot of dreaming. I've forgotten all my scheming. Just try to be in the here and now. These days, full of ever more distraction, I can find my satisfaction in the faces of these good friends all around. These are the brand new good old days. My used to was got stuck way back in yesterday. It's never more now than it is today. These are the brand new good old days. These days, we won't be getting any younger. And before time takes us under, I'm living big every minute of every day These days I don't think about tomorrow Cause the time just can't be borrowed And tomorrow's just turned to yesterday These are the brand new Good old days That used to was Stuck back in yesterday It's never more now than it is Sweethearted human being Aww. right there. I want yes. more people on the planet to have that kind Hippies of smile. Plus country equals togetherness. Oh, when I like that, what he said, because it makes sense. Because that reminds me when I was growing up, my grandpa always loved Willie Nelson. That's a he's a hippie. Would always you call has it been. Country. He's a, he's a country no. hippie. I mean, Hippies. No, 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 no. Country hippie. Yeah, yeah. There you go. It's got a country hippie. Yeah, country hippie. It, it, it just doesn't. It's a like hippie that. from the country, from the south. I just remember like early Grateful Dead shows, even shows now. Seeing dudes in overalls was like, oh, yeah, overall ponytails, braided ponytail. Yeah, like you're a cowboy. Music like love has no bounds. Damn. I mean, that's yeah, that's pretty profound, <laughs> Mel. Why are you saying profound stuff? I just, that's what I do. I be dropping them bombs. 
That's you, it. You got to go more. You got to start. There's ball. nothing else to say to that. Music. <laughs> that was, it's, yeah, it's, 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 like, it's very similar. Like we were just talking about genre. We we're talking about countries and hippies and all that stuff. None of that makes any difference. None of it. Because once you're there, you're not thinking I'm at a country concert. No. I'm with hippies. You're not thinking that you're jamming to what's going on. You're enjoying the environment you don't care if the person you turn around next to you has a cowboy hat that you're going to high five. You don't give a shit. Yeah, you're going to be like, ew. No, you're like dreadlock hit, one, you know, f- high five over here, country freaking, you know, overalls on this side, a little kid high five over here. It doesn't matter. Dude in a track suit. Yeah. Buddhist monk. This guy in a business suit. <laughs> it doesn't suit. matter. You know, you can love everybody. You can listen to music with everybody. It's a beautiful thing. And that? Is how we change the world. It is how we change the world. Radiohead taught me that. Like, I saw it. It It firsthand. Disparate people that are into all different shit, all together, singing the same thing, feeling the same feeling. They bought the same ticket. Do you know? Like, it wasn't only one sect of people on Ticketmaster buying their ticket. It was everybody Everybody. there Mm -hmm. was if it was genre it was every genre bought a ticket it's pretty heavy it is and 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 that's what i love about music any kind of music always have loved about music is like okay you may go to like say like a rap concert and you think that you'll find certain people there but then you actually go and you're like oh shit there's a lot of people that like rap music and that's what it is. You go to any concert, you kind of get shocked at who you see there. It's like everybody has the ability to love music, and any I, kind. I, I music was, has broken down barriers throughout time. Mm-hmm. Crossed over, segregation stuff, everything, the rock and roll movement, Think the about blues movement. how powerful I mean, it, We Are the World was. Yeah. Do you remember when We Are the World came out? Mm-hmm. That was so... He, Bruce Springsteen plus Michael Jackson... That was hollow notes. Like all of it. It was amazing. Those lines. Exactly. So I want to talk about something too, that that he was, that he brought up about the anxiety of going back out. Mm -hmm. I think, and this is just my own personal opinion. I think that's a little bit of PTSD for all of us. Yeah. How could it not? I really feel like that. Like I've got it. I, and, and, We've working, all been traumatized. Working, well, working with the public, I've over the last few weeks, I've started to realize how I don't want to say traumatized because I don't want to put that in my, you know, in my orb, affected. But I've affected. I feel like I've got swirly eyes sometimes. Those little. It's not. I love people. I always have loved people. I love to touch. I love to hang out. I like to joke. But I definitely feel a little bit more close to my like. How do they say it? Close to close the, to the vest. Close to the vest. Playing with your cards close to the yeah, vest. Yeah, I feel like that with myself. Still, not, it's not a hundred percent. I'm saying this while we have a guest in from Florida, and yeah. we're we're being social and all that. But I just know before I it, was there like was no free. Yeah, it was free. I didn't think about it. It was great. Yay! And now it's like oh, thinking of all the shows we're gonna go to. It's like. I have thoughts in my head about it where before it was just excitement to go. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't know, man, like traumatically speaking, you know, like going through something and coming out the other side of it 
there was a, like, we've talked about it ad nauseum on here, but like the grieving process that we've all went through and the frustration, anger, fear, and uncertainty, all that equals real shit that happened in your body and your mind. Oh yeah. And that has to be released somehow or, or it gets stuck and then manifests as other shit. Yeah. Well, yeah, you get sick. Right. So as a family, I'm talking to us in this room and everybody that hits here in my voice. Like we need to be conscious of it and just be aware and do the things that we need to do for ourselves to let that shit out. Yeah. Shake it off and get it out of you, man. Don't, don't try and hide from it. Don't, don't do that. Like, and maybe by the time they hear this, this will be long gone. Maybe. You know what I mean? This this conversation will be, you know, far off in the distance because, you know, we're, Right now, the restrictions are lifted. This won't come out for a, a while. And by that time, we will have already seen a few concerts and kind of been back out there, so mm-hmm. to speak. And maybe it won't be years to re- reprogram ourselves, but maybe it will. And, and that will be interesting. So that we get our intro for what we're talking about, it's like our, us talking to our, like going back, talking to our past sure. selves, like. Now we're going to have the future selves doing yeah, the intro down the road yeah. in a month, month and a half, and we will have stuff under our belt. Absolutely. So for those that are so inclined, this isn't for everybody, you know, um, if, if you're not, psychedelics are not for everyone, but I will say this, there is a lot of talk in the media and in the world right now about how psychedelics can help with PTSD and trauma. Mm-hmm. And I think at least for me, that's one of the ways through this thing that that's you're happened. Gonna explore. That, yeah. That I'm going to try and use that medicine to heal that stuff that's going on in me, that trepidation, anxiety, and those thoughts that have no base in any reality other than my own head. And, uh, well, so, I wouldn't say they don't have any base. Like those are, I mean, it's just from. No, it's, but it's, it's all future. Oh, I'm going to this. I could yeah. that, you know, fuck yes. that, that. There's no base. That's me future thinking into stuff and making myself anxious over my own head trip. So, yeah, if you can utilize the psychedelics that you were going to do anyways, man, <laughs> but <laughs> do it with a little bit more intention. And with that thought in mind to. Have it help you through the the rough spot. Have it, you know, sand down the rough edge and heal you a little it's bit. Healing, yeah. yeah, it's medicine. Yeah, so it's a lot better than those little pills that they push out there. Yeah. Take your medicine <laughs> is all I'm saying. I gotta say one thing. I'm really it was it was flattering to have have him compliment on us on our background and our studio. <laughs> That's like when we go like going up to a band like, dude, that was a killer show, and your light show was amazing. Your stage, <laughs> pre- you know, that was nice. He's like, man, you guys got to really. I got to ask about the purple lights and what you got going on there. That's yeah, you know, I mean, we're, we're not we're, shitty we're, lights. It's a professional. No, yeah, we keep yeah. stepping our game up and getting a little more professional. Yeah, we're going to the moon. We're we're going to be on that next SpaceX rocket doing a podcast. No, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. There's going to be a no simple road coin. Maybe like the no. 30th you know, one. You know, it's funny because mm-hmm. I can say this and it's not going to matter. And Cody, we're getting ready today. We're going to our friend Cody's surprise birthday party. What? I can surprise say it because now party. it'll be passed when this comes yeah. out. Uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, Cody. Ha ha. Surprise. 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 Yeah. 
Go follow Get Inverted. Yeah, and get yourself inverted. Get inverted. Get yourself inverted. That's Cody. Um, everybody. Well, first of all, thanks, Vince. Thanks for waking yes. up and being on the show. And even your tardiness helped us all out. So thanks again. And thank you for putting out such beautiful music. Yeah, man. Healing beautiful music. Yeah. And for embracing your Santa-ness. <laughs> embracing, yeah. yeah. Embracing the Christmas spirit. And um, all of you out there, in through the nose, out through the mouth. That's, that's the first step. Breathe in, breathe out. And you know what? It's okay to feel weird. It's cool, man. We all feel weird. Yep. I, I'm, I'm a little warm and squishy, so I feel weird. And uh, I'm it, warm and firm. It's cool. Just, just do your thing and make warm. sure that you take care of your head. <laughs> it's a really fucking important. And take care of each other. And hydrate. Smile at a stranger. Safety third. And, and whatever you do. Take care of your shoes. Yeah, there you go. I love it. <laughs> we'll see you next week with more stuff and things. We love you guys. Love you. tell you about the april may 2023 issue of relics magazine features a dave matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the national graham nash wayne shorter alo ivan neville our friend eric krasno and stanton moore marty stewart and much more check out the latest version of relics and subscribe now at relics.com dmb thanks relics Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. 
That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.